Yo, Colin. Hey. Dude, I always get you, like, you're always saying some little shit or, or something. You're humming or making sounds or doing something every time I turn it on. It's who I am. You are an asshole. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's who um, I am. But it's, guess what? It's we're, episode 40. We're big dogs. This is episode 40. Even though we promised it was going to be at a certain place, but then I had a bangover and you had a hangover, so... No. I was completely fine. Oh, I see. You were coming across... As if... Hey, do me a favor. Hand me my phone. It's right behind you. That's where all, that's where all my juicy uh, content is. You were you were coming across as if you said, like, Amy let you sleep in. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, you bro, just I made, got home and very you, late. And you said that you got turned. Yes. You made it sound as if you were like, I'm not up for it today. No. So just to... To be pro- fair, I kind of wasn't either. Okay. I, I'll, I'll explain right now. First, before I explain and we get into the recap, what is this? Uh, what are we drinking? I went to the I went to the beer store and I this was the f- first thing I looked at on the shelf. It's called Citra Ass Down, and I couldn't not buy it. Yeah. I, I was I have to buy it. The artwork's the cool artwork too. The artwork is awesome. It says uh, art and design by Robbie Davis. Yeah, that's that's actually really sweet that they are that they like put the dude's name right on the can. You don't yeah. really see that. Shout out to Robbie Davis. This Seriously, artwork is awesome. Man, go to RobbieDavis.com. Um, <laughs> Louisville, yep. Kentucky. So I'm about to I'm about to crack this open. It's a double IPA. It says this this beer is not it says citra ass down and crush this beer. This beer is not candy or mother's milk. What? It's not brewed by gypsies or aliens, nor does it contain any zombie dirt. This is a double IPA brewed with citra hops. It's sticky, hoppy, and delicious. Simply drink and enjoy it. Don't hoard this beer. Sit your ass down and drink it now. I feel like they kind of... Uh, Overplayed the citra? No, sit your? No, 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 no. I think th- I think they were like kind of throwing shade at other beers. Yeah, yeah. I, I caught the zombie reference. Yeah, zombie dust. Zombie dust. Anyway, weird. Um... So two things. One, this is fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like this is really good. This is one of the better IPAs or double IPAs I've had in quite some time that I had never That's, had before. That is delicious. Against the grain. Mm. What is uh? What do you think? Two pant. I don't know. I was gonna ask you. <laughs> you seem to like know all this weird beer shit. So I was like, what is pant? Is it one K or I K R? Pant. I know. Right? I, I, I have no idea. Yeah, and then two pant. I don't know what the fuck that means. I do know that uh, when this independent craft beer logo, uh, like it's like the independent, it's a Brewers Association or whatever. Yeah, they're certified. Yeah, but when they when they uh, unveiled this logo, oh my god, the whole beer scene and design scene were so pissed because it's so ugly. Well, maybe they did it independently. Maybe they didn't solicit a designer. Oh, I'm sure. That's, I mean... Anyway, it's a piece of pile of shit. Is it, what is. it is. Punk anyway, rock. Uh, All right. So we'll just go right into the recap, and then it'll give me an opportunity to explain. So I – I mean, honestly, I haven't been drinking that much in general for the past, like, year. So when I do drink, I tend to be hungover. My team at work recently moved to a new building. So we're in there with a bunch of our, like, developers and stuff now, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to, like, one happy hour, you know, a month. I'm going to, like, four or five. These motherfuckers like to drink. Fantastic. It's obviously making me better at drinking and less hangovers because I went out Thursday and was kind of hungover on Friday. Like, just enough, right? Because, first of all, you don't realize it, but when you're at a bar and they're like, oh, do you want a small or a large? And then you get the large beer. It's like a 20-ounce. 
after two, that's a fucking 40. <laughs> like, it's like, people don't put that in the context. It's like, no, I had two cups. I had two beers. I had two beers. Bitch, you had a 40, <laughs> right? So I go to this bar and I'm drinking 20 ounce beers. By the time I realize it, I'm, you know, 60 or 80 ounces of beer in. Hell yeah. Uh, so I, at that point, switched to mixed drinks, right? Mm. What? Uh, beer before liquor? Never, Never been, been sicker. sicker. It doesn't work like that for me. <clears throat> um, anyway, <clears throat> so there's that. So Friday, yeah, had a little hangover. It was, uh, it was not too bad. It was just in the morning. And then I had some fucking, I had some awesome pizza, which is what I do every time I have a hangover. Uh, and by the way, shout out to Donato's for their fucking Nashville hot chicken sandwich sub thing. Dude. Holy shit, that thing is good. Dude. Why didn't you tell me about it? If you're saying dude like you knew about it. I thought it. I told you about it. Uh, if you did, my bad. You know, I'm not, I've never been a huge Donato's guy. I think it's good. I think like the, uh, mariachi chicken pizza is really good. Um, I respect Donato's, um, that they're OGs. You know, OGs in the in the Midwest, in I the mean, Ohio they're, they're square a, cut. Yeah, shit. they're like a Midwest. They're from pizza. Cincinnati. Yeah, and Wait, uh, are they? Yeah, they're from Columbus. No, Cincinnati. come on. Um, I don't know about that. I'm gonna fact check you later. Uh, you have an internet device in your I, hand. I know. I just don't want to do um, it. But uh, <laughs> an internet device? What the fuck? Um, but uh, no. I you know, in our house, we have like every Friday, it's like a different person's choice for pizza. Yeah, and one day. Uh, one of the kids, or maybe Sierra, was like, "Oh, I want Donatos," and I was like, oh, "Okay, okay." So I look and I was like, "Ooh, Nashville hot chicken, man, that shit." Yeah. My only, my only complaint is that it's not big. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know what? I wish it was a foot long. I realize I'm getting old because I fucking Google a review for everything, oh and before God. I got it, oh I had to God. go look for a review, and like six of them said it should be bigger, and I said, "Okay, I'm at a crossroads. Do I order two? Or do I just get pizza too? So I went the other way. I got pizza too. But I mean, anyway, got the hot chicken. It's not really. It's that not hot, and it doesn't eat really taste like Nashville hot chicken. Anyway, uh, you got the hot chicken. You got the ranch provolone. Yep, the ranch pickles, pickles, jalapenos. Yeah, that the jalapenos were a surprise. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize they were on there until. Also, like, there's quite literally also the their hoagie. Their hoagie buns are really good. Yeah. <laughs> all right so that catches you up to friday uh midday i had pizza um i was real surprised that my hangover didn't last longer because i am known for getting a hangover that fucking incapacitates me from the morning until 9 p.m in which i feel great i eat an entire pizza and then i go to the gym like i'm a, i have a really weird hangover day you know transition from same. yeah it's super fucking weird only i'm always really depressed that's my that's my thing. I don't I, I get a little nauseous and and I get a headache and I want to lay around, but I also just feel like really really sad. It's weird. I can't tell you how many times I said, "Fuck this, it's not worth it. I'm not drinking again." But dude, the moment that hangover wears off, I'm like, "Let's go." Man, maybe I should just quit drinking. Nah. And then, then later that night you're like, "Shit." You're like, "Maybe I should just have a drink tonight." Good. Uh, anyway, so that catches you up to Friday. Saturday, I actually met some coworkers out at Noctera because it's pretty close to my house. Met at five, drank from five to eight, uh, <clears throat> went home, recognized that if I continue this, I will be fucking obliterated. 
So I was like, all right, uh, I'm going to have Kyle pick me up. We come to your show. Uh, you put on a fantastic show, by the way. Thank you. Um, in its entirety, from the first band to the last band to the time I got out of there, everything was, I think, flawless. And dude, shout out to fucking Knox. He had the sound crushing. Yeah. He dialed it in so nice. Yeah. Okay. So I get there and I run into Dave, which I should have known was going to be there because we invited him out. Uh, and he tells me. That was big, a nice surprise for me. Uh, and he tells me Big Mees was coming. So Justin. So I get there and they're like, yo, want to do a shot? I've been here three and a half minutes. I, 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 I remember you walked in and I was talking to you and all of a sudden I look and I just see, shh, yeah. shh, shh. I was like, oh, and I walked away. I was like, not one, one of those is going in my hand right now. Yeah. So Dave is notorious for getting me wasted. I mean, I can be stern and say, dude, tonight I got to take it easy. I got this thing to do tomorrow. And he takes that as a fucking challenge. And for whatever reason, Dave is the only person on the, in, the universe that can peer pressure me that way. Nobody else can successfully do this. Dave can do it. So I can be like, oh, dude, you fuck it. I'll do one. And somehow I'll do three to five. So Patron gets poured. I do Patron and I go, okay, I'm not going to mix drinks right now. I'm going to go to beer. So I drank some sibling revelry, mm -hmm. uh, the red, which was a surprise. I had never had it before. It was really fucking good. Um, and then the fucking Patron shots kept coming. And I was just like, oh, my God, like I am going to be wrecked. Uh, so I, I acknowledge that. And on the way, because after we left your place or not your place, but the show it was over early, which was fantastic. Yeah, it was over by about 1115. That's every show should be. Uh, so we went from there and met Dave and Justin out in short north. Uh, Jesus. I know. I told you daddy went hard. Oh, boy. Uh, so then but I recognized I was going hard. And so on the way, I said, Kyle. I need you to go through Wendy's and I need some JBCs <laughs> and I got two JBCs and I feel like it just got in there and sopped up all the, the alcohol. So we get down, we get, I've never heard somebody say that. What? JBC? Maybe that's a Columbus thing. JBCs? Yeah. But I've never, I, I, I know exactly what you meant, yeah. but you're like, I need some JBCs. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, if you watch how they ring up on the, on the screen, yeah, it literally yeah, yeah, says JBC. Yeah. So I've always called them that. Or Jim. Um, that's funny. So got those. Met out, and then at, there was a point in which I was like, all right, Kyle, let's just leave. So we just bounced, went home, and it always gets me in the car. And Kyle can – whenever we have Kyle on again, he can testify this. I am fine no matter how much I drink. The ride home, it takes it up to a fucking – it takes it up to so a So you were like me on my birthday when you were taking me – when you and Kyle were taking me home. <laughs> Dude, you were the funniest on your birthday. Um. I'm just sitting there and he can tell because like I'm like loud and I'm like taking control of the stereo and playing shit he doesn't want to hear. And then I'll just be like. That's it. <laughs> and he'll be like, you OK? And he checks on me. He's got that like parental instinct. He's yep. like, I go, yeah, I'm good. He's like, yeah, yo, just let me know if you need me to pull over because I've had him do that several times. Uh, no, got made it all the way home. Got home, drank a liquid IV, which is like my fucking miracle drug. Liquid IV, sat on the sat on the um, couch for a little bit, ate like, I don't know, three cinnamon donuts, went to bed. I was fully prepared to wake up and hate life in the morning. And I went to bed really late. Woke up, didn't want to jinx it, but I was like, wow, I feel completely fine. Uh, my wife offers, do you want me to get the kid? Because we heard our daughter wake up. And I was like, yeah, let me sleep till like 10, 30 or something. Slept in a little bit. Dude, it was just a good-ass day. I woke up and was like, wow. Sunday was my wife's day to go out. 
So she goes out, meets her homegirl for brunch. As they get going, and she's texting me like, oh, we're going here, we're going there, I'm, I'm going to go to this coffee place now, yada, yada. I was looking at the time. She's like, is there any reason to hurry home? And I'm looking at the time, and I'm like, you know, maybe we should just not pod today, and she should just have the day to do whatever the fuck she wants. Now that you're telling me the story, your text messages make more sense. Yeah, so she went out to brunch, did There's her whole thing. fucking five there, gnats there flying around. Anyway. Uh, so she went out to brunch with her homegirl, and they had a great day, and I didn't want to rush them, mm-hmm. so... The same, same exact thing happened. Yeah. Sierra went out with friends, and they they went to they they went uh, to um, they did that fucking floating thing. Floating? Oh, the oh yeah yeah like the salt float. Thing. Yeah 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 yeah. She said it was amazing. Um, but uh, they did that, and then they went out and they went shopping. And they went to lunch and stuff like that. And I was just I was also thinking like I told her I was like oh not pod today don't rush home. Yeah. So yeah, that's what it was. So it was it was a good time. Something you said reminded me of uh, a funny story uh, because you said that Dave always gets you obliterated. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sierra and I ruined my little sister. We ruined drinking for her uh, when she was 21. Nice. <laughs> so she was a good kid. As far as I know, she didn't drink until she was 21. I didn't Ooh. drink till I was 21. I'm sure my brother did. I don't know about my other sister. But my sis- this sister is a pretty good she was a good kid and uh anyway she was 21 and i couldn't wait sierra and i could not wait we are just like could not wait until Kesh turned 21 and we could go drinking with her because mm. like she and i are what's her name acacia really like acacia but without the a wow that's a cool and name. uh and- how'd you end up with colin uh, dude i'm fucking with you i saw you look at me like wow my, my mom my mom listens to this and she's it, it helps. It helps that it, she doesn't listen to. It, uh, it helps that you praise my her name before you trash mine because she gets really mad when people diss my name, especially when they diss it for two L's. <laughs> you people really diss your name though? No, no, no. Like people like call me colon and stuff like uh, that, and she's like, "I put two L's in your name for a reason." Anyway, uh, uh, <laughs> so funny. I, I fucked. I fucked everything up. Oh man, I wasn't actually trashing. My, your this name. is the one my mom's gonna listen to. Full disclosure, call me. And, Full, uh, watch this. Full disclosure, Sue. <laughs> <laughs> I did not trash his name. I actually like his name. Anyway, uh, so you know, I was I'm like was I'm the closest to her, and I was just like really excited to go drinking with her. And we go out. and We went to uh, St James Tavern, hmm. and we went to St James Tavern, and then we went to uh, Mickey's and did karaoke. <clears throat> And we were just, she was, she wasn't, she hadn't like really been a drinker yet. So she was still learning what she likes. So she's still drinking things that are like really sweet. And so Sierra, uh, discard, I think it was like tequila and pineapple juice or something like that. Mm. It was pineapple juice. It's called like a tequila sunrise, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's and, like a- uh, but they were doing it a little bit more hood than that. It was just like tequila. Yeah. Pineapple juice. Splash. There you go. Man, we were just shoveling those things down her throat, dude. And she was wrecked for like days. And she's like never really been a big drinker, really. And I'm pretty sure it's Sierra and I's fault. And how do you feel about that? Fine, I don't know. It's I, I mean, I feel bad a little bit that she doesn't like it like it as much. I mean, she still drinks, and I've I've seen her pretty lit up. But it's just really funny because we it was we just overcorrected really hard. We were like, can't wait to drink, and we went out first night. Boom, she's fucking hammered toast done for days i think i told the story on here already but my was your 21st bad as well no 
No? It was the first time I ever drank in my life, my 21st birthday, because I was a good boy. Okay. And <laughs> wait, wait to rub that one in. You ready to laugh? I'm waiting. You fucking pound the Zimas? Go to sleep? Close. Wine coolers? Close. Smear not ice, baby. Ah. Uh. And I drank like four of those, and I just remember being really drunk and looking at Sierra's dad's fish tank and being like, because he had all these, like, like there was, like, uh, infestation of snails in it. And I just remember going, like, look at all the snails. That reminds me of uh, <laughs> Bad Boys 2 where Martin is tripping on ecstasy. <laughs> yeah. And he's staring. He's like, look at that fish. That's a nice fish. Big fucking eyes, but that's a nice fish. Yeah, it was basically like that. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, so other anything else, uh, anything crazy happened with the show? No, man. You know, Everything go off my, little, my little recap, uh, Friday night. Sierra and I got after it at home with a bottle of bullet, <laughs> like a big bottle, like one of like, like, uh, what's the next one up from 750 milliliters? A liter, right? A liter. It was yeah. a liter bottle. The two of us, and uh, we had another friend over and she may have had one, but between the two of us, we drank two thirds of that. Damn. I mean, we got after it and. I and I but I got to this point where I was like it was like one forty five in the morning and I was hammered and I was like I was like I want another drink and I was like bad idea mm. you have to you have, you're putting on a show tomorrow you have to play tomorrow night you have to be in charge tomorrow night you don't want to be fucked up you don't want to be hating life so look at that self-regulation yeah I know and I was hammered that's impressive and I just looked at Sierra and 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 a couple other friends are over and I was just like dad's going to bed and I just stumbled up to bed. Just went. I guess Sierra like still was going until like all four in the morning. Or she was the first like person that. I saw at your show. And like, we got out and boom, she was right there. Oh really? Yeah. And uh, so anyway, I, I woke up uh, decent time, and I was a little bit, I was a little bit hungover. I had a headache, and mm. uh, and uh, but then you know we had a really like Saturday was awesome. Like we decided. We just like have decided like we we don't do enough stuff like as a family. You know, mm-hmm. on the weekend it's always just like we're getting shit done around the house. Sierra and I are relaxing a little bit because our lives are very stressful, which is fine. That's all well and good. Yeah. But like we don't like go do stuff. And the kids love it because they just play video games all day and all that and you right. know, whatever. And uh but we got up and uh late morning we went to I took we took the kids to the Laughing Ogre, the comic book store. Yeah. And, uh, cause there was a comic that I wanted to get, uh, um, and Sierra is really big into like the, you know, um, artsy indie graphic novels and stuff like that. Uh, so she was looking for something and I told all the kids that, you know, you can each get one book or comic book each. Cause that's the whole thing is like, uh, we've always said like, you know, you can always, we'll always buy you books. Oh yeah. Always. Yeah. Don't, you know, so I was like, yeah. So the boys both got a, you know, graphic novel and, and B got some manga about a cute cat. Anyway, uh, so we did that and then we went to Condado for lunch. The kids had never been there before. It was funny though, because, you know, it's got like in the shell section, you know, the juju or the flour tortilla. Mm-hmm. And the, then there's an option that's nachos. Okay. And Miles thought that meant you, they would like put like nacho stuff on your taco. Fair. Mm. So he checked that and he had written two. He was doing two tacos. 
And she comes out and she goes, I don't think he, he meant to order two of these. And this like a fucking tray of nachos <laughs> yes. that's six inches tall. Yep. And he was so upset about it, even though it was everything he wanted, yeah. all of his toppings only on chips instead of a tortilla. We ended up ordering him another taco and they took one of the things off. And it was so funny when she shows up with these two fuck. And he was it, the poor kid. He just melted down. I mean, just he was so sad about it. We've but, talked about this before. Not a, I'm not a fan of Condado. Uh, you know, I, I like it every once in a while. I yeah. couldn't go there all the time. It's heavy. <clears throat> um, so a big surprise from your show for me was that band Worst Self. Yeah. I, I know that's your dudes. I know you're rocking their fucking hoodie right now. Repping that shit, man. Uh, absolutely one of the best bands that I've heard. Like new bands that I had never even heard about. Yeah. So like I said this already in a text, like thanks for, thanks for bringing them. Cause I, that was a huge, uh, Huge surprise uh, to me. No, that was cool. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, I plugged it last week, but I put on this show and I was really anxious about it. And, uh, uh, I was hoping for 40 mm-hmm. and ended up with 54 paid, you know, then plus all the bands, you know, it's probably close to 80 people, 75, 80 people with the bands and guest lists and all that. And, uh, so it was a, it was a decent turnout. I like, it was a good sized crowd. People were really into every band. There was no bullshit. I was able to pay all of the locals and pay the touring band a bit, quite a bit more. And, uh, the show was on schedule. Got, you know, we even started, I pushed it back late and it, we still ended up on time. Yeah. And it was just a good time. It was a lot of old friends. Yes. A lot of old friends. It was yes. really weird. And it was like three generations of hardcore scene. There was like, like postal, you know, those, those old the heads. And, yeah. yeah. You know, those, these, those are, I, I talked about. Uh, some of those guys on the previous yeah these podcast. these were the guys that I was like yep. afraid of or not afraid of but intimidated by because they were the OGs when I was getting into hardcore yeah. these guys are five ten years older than me and then then there was us and worse self which are mid thirties dads you know right. and then uh, and then toxic warlord is that's you know kind of represents the younger crowd in in the town and they're not even that much younger i mean 5 10 years younger but yeah. uh no it was just a good show and everybody had a good time and i didn't see not one beef no fights no nope. nothing and that is oh god that's what i missed that was the thing so. i was worried about and uh especially got, with me there dog yeah I you know what i'm saying know what you're going to do you're just a loose cannon yeah i'm a loose cannon um, but no it was also cool that people really dug more self i was i was a i was a little bit I was a little bit nervous about that because we don't, for one, we don't have a lot of like that kind of passionate, super heavy hardcore here. Uh, and then, um, but, uh, you know, it's also just, you just don't know. Yeah. And people really dug them. I, I, it seemed like they were selling merch and I don't know. It was a good time. And I, and, uh, it was, they're old friends of mine. I've known them for like 20 years and it was, it was, uh, cool to see them and play with them. And, uh, I think the lesson I learned is that one, I need to do more. I need to go out more. Uh, two, I need to drink more beer. Three, I need to eat more vegetables. Um, which honestly is drinking beer. Did you know hop was a vegetable? Mm-hmm. So we're basically drinking vegetables. Yeah. Right now. Is that what that thing was on the board? Yeah. Oh, I had, I, I caught that and was like, Pfft. you know, my mom, she's a big uh, proponent of that juice plus. I don't know what that is. It's a, it's, it, it's, it's one of those things like kind of like Melaleuca that's like not. I don't even know what that is. It's what like, the fuck is that? It's like kind of a pyramid scheme, but kind of not. 
Oh, okay, okay. You know, you're a selling product, but it's not like shitty shit, and it's not like weird, multi, like crazy multi level marketing. My mom just goes, "Hey, do you guys do you want some of these Juice Plus gummies?" And she gives me boxes of them, and they're basically just gummies. There's veggie ones and there's fruit ones, and it's got like all of these concentrated juices. Oh, okay. So then you eat them, and then it's, you're it's getting like, like you're getting the nutrients. So like we give them to our kids. Yeah, I, I I've looked it up, and like they, there are benefits to it, and you are getting stuff, but they're they're you know some of the chemicals that go into making the gummy and stuff like kind of negate some of it. So it, it, it's what? dubious. I but think there's uh it, what what the fuck is it that makes the gelatin like bone or something or I don't know what the hell. There's something that's very non-vegan about gelatin. Oh, I think it's like horse hooves. It's something wild. Yeah, that's weird. <clears throat> um, but I, uh, I don't, I'm trying to think about that. But uh, no, I, like so, I take those sometimes. My I, my kids eat them every day because it's at least like. They're kids, and kids don't like to eat vegetables, so it's kind of like, hey, if I can at least get some kind of veggie thing in them, cool. Uh, there's a lot of <clears throat> music news to go through today, so I think we should just start cranking through some of it. I'm going to – and I haven't consulted with you on this stuff yet, so I don't know that we can both even speak to this. So I'm going to give you what I'm talking about. You tell me if you've uh, heard it enough to talk about it or if we should skip it till next episode because – Obviously, I expect you to listen to everything, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Did you listen to the Eminem record? I listened to the first three tracks. I because I it was funny because it was it was Thursday night because it surprise dropped Friday at midnight. Let, let me stop you Thursday there, real quick. Are you an Eminem fan? Uh, not particularly. I think uh, I think that Eminem is one of the greatest rappers of all time. I really do. I just think he doesn't really make good songs anymore. I also agree with that. Okay. So I think we we've both feel I think, similar. I think he's exceptionally talented. He's obviously a really good freestyle rapper. Uh, he is hilarious, witty, angry, all that stuff. A lot of his, I, I, his features on that Dr. Dre Compton record, that feature was fucking sweet. Yeah. Uh, you know, stuff he, like – He just – unless – typically now, unless he is a feature on someone else's song, I don't really like the – he doesn't make a good song. He well, just like also, it's a beat, and he's like flexing hard. It's on also a beat. yeah, and it's also quit like quit with the hour and a half long records. Yeah, just get out of here. Anyway, for those of you who don't know, he surprised dropped a record. Yeah, and uh, it was it, so Sierra had gone to bed, and I was just up playing video games, and I was just waiting for a game to load, and I was just scrolling through, and I was looking at Pitchfork, and I was like, Eminem surprise dropped a new album. Yeah, you and Dave both text me minutes apart, and I was like, huh. So I threw it on. And I got three songs into it, and I fuck it, man. Give us the deep dive of those three songs. I I don't have a deep dive because I fell asleep. Oh my god! And then I woke up. It, it, it's completely unrelated. But then I woke up and laid down in bed. I, I woke up and looked at the clock and realized that it was five minutes before Sierra's alarm was going to go off. <laughs> so I did listen to more of it than you did. Okay. Uh, very first track. It's considered an intro, apparently. Uh, but the very first track incredible lyrically yeah you know i do remember thinking like oh wow what's this yeah the first track is incredible uh it pretty much for the most part gets worse as it goes on and it gets back to him just like you know super flexing and saying a bunch of random random shit uh then he did that track called i think it's called darkness that he did a video for have you caught the video Mm -mm. so it's like all like uh, it's, it's like a, a Las Vegas shooting. It is. It's like a weird, uh, 
a lot of the lines are like double entendres and shit, and it's like it's about him per se. But then somehow in the middle, it kind of morphs and it becomes more about the shooter. It's actually a really cool concept video. And then the song, if you watch the video, the song contextually makes a shit ton of sense. Mm-hmm. I think you should watch it. In fact, uh, once we leave here, so we won't even talk about that. Overall, I just think the record was it started incredibly strong. It gets worse. There are good songs throughout but for the most part it's a whole bunch of him just flexing and being an amazing lyricist no replay value to most of the songs just cool uh did you listen to the mac miller record circles i did not i'm not a i'm not i've never been like a fan fan i I appreciate him i really like his npr tiny desk concert the the record in general has a vibe. It's a chill vibe. You should listen to it. I'll listen to it. We'll we'll uh, get back to that one. Next. I really like his feature. Have you listened to that Free Nationals record? Yes, I like his feature on that a lot. Yeah, has it got that vibe? Kind of that soul uh, funky. Some of it, yeah. Some of it does. Um, and I'm I'm guessing you didn't listen to this either because we did kind of talk about this. That's Revenge of the Dreamers three, the deluxe or the director's cut, whatever. Yeah, you call I mean, it. I heard I heard the first version, but I didn't realize the new version came out. Yeah, so, I'll so check that. Out. I'm excited to hear that. Though. The reason the reason I and just for if you're excited about J Cole versus there's like none really. It, they didn't really add any of you, that. To be honest with you, there's I think that J Cole is a really good lyricist and a really good rapper. There's something about him that does not click with me. Really, and I've tried really. I I like that KOD record. Mm. Uh, I I like that. I you know I I've listened to that Forest Hills Drive or whatever the fuck oh, yeah. record. Yeah, I've listened to it, but there's there's something. I don't know if it's the tone of his voice or the. I don't know what it is. There's something about him that doesn't click with me, and I can't quite figure it out. Yeah, I appreciate him. I pre- appreciate everything. I mean, he's got this label, and he's like. I think Earth Gang's f- fucking Earth Gang fucking rules. Oh, JID. JID. I saw JID live last year. It was fucking sick. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this record has a lot more of the other Dreamville people Sweet. on there. It's pretty cool. Um, I actually, it, you know, they did something very interesting with this record. And, like, I don't, I don't know what to feel about it. So, like, everyone's always trying to come up with ways to, you know, boost sales. Like, in the, in the, in the world we live in now, it's all about streams and things like that, right? Like the idea of selling records is kind of a lost concept for the most part. So then you started seeing people do things like, oh, buy this T-shirt, get a free album. Even though I was just – I was never going to redeem that album credit and get that album. I'm just going to stream it on Spotify or whatever like I always do. People were selling like buy this shirt for 15 bucks and like it counts as a record sale. So people are always doing weird shit like that, right? So what I heard with this record is – because it was considered, like I said, and I, I said deluxe and director's cut, because depending on where you go look at it, it says something different. Hmm. What they did, on at least on Apple Music as far as I know, is the original record, they just added a shit more tracks to it and gave it new artwork. So it's like I'm pretty sure that all the new streams from this record are going to count towards that last one. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a really weird concept. Like, people are doing shit like that. And then I went and looked at it on Spotify, and it's called the Director's Cut. And I haven't seen it called Director's Cut anywhere else. It's called the Deluxe. Hmm. So I don't, I haven't fully researched it to figure out what the fuck is going on there or if there's literally something different between the two. But it's a weird concept, and I'm curious as to what the benefit was of doing it the way they did it. I'm assuming it's streams. Um, so we're going to skip that one. Yeah, I'll let's get into though. something that you got to be able to talk about. Poison the Well, opposite of December twentieth anniversary show. You know, I saw that. I saw that. That's crazy. Yeah, it's. I mean, twenty years, man. 
You know, that's one of the bands that really changed music for me. Oh, yeah. I, 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 the the uh, breakdown in Nerdy. Yeah. I mean, that right there, that's like the... It, that was a paradigm shift. It was nobody was doing that. Nobody was doing mosh parts like that. That was a, a new thing. Uh, the breakdown in slice paper wrists. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. That, that was my shit. No one was doing that shit. Can, can I tell you that here's the reason I latched on that band so hard? Because the band that I was in was doing that. I was in a local band. We were highly influenced by both Slipknot and Chimera. One thing I loved about Slipknot was how intense and fast and heavy they were. So we played a lot of – we were in Drop B because of, or because of Slipknot. We played a lot of like single notey things with like chaotic drums. Yeah. And then Chimera, I, I could not stop obsessing over the fact that they would do those palm mute parts and somehow the double bass would always follow it. We started doing that and literally I can show you old records from when I'm 18, 19 years old doing parts that had like dun-dun. Like breakdowns like that. Mm-hmm. So when I first heard uh, "Poison the Well," it was I'm pretty sure I heard "Nerdy." I think that was the first track I ever heard. Oh, me too. Um, and I can literally remember standing outside of the car. Somebody was playing for it in the car. We're standing outside the car. We're on the west side. There was this dude named Hennis. We were outside of his house. I remember where the fuck I was when I heard this and went, "That's it. That is what I've been trying to say." I've been trying to say, like, the bass drum and the guitar need to follow like this. They are doing exactly what I'm trying to say. And from that, basically, Capital Tragedy was born. Nice. You know, like, the, if you listen to old CD, like, it was like Hope's you Fall. Know, it's it's interesting, too, because Eat it. people talk about Poison Wall and talk about mosh parts and talk about how they kind of revolutionized the whole metalcore idea. Yeah. But it's also, like, the first riff in Nerdy, for instance, the digga-digga-ding. I mean that was that was game changing. Yes, that was like with like the, a higher like dude, over top of it. It was it was a new thing, and, and that shit went on for ten years. I mean it's still going on, but it hardcore went on for the next ten years. Yeah, because people took that, uh, you know, and then you had bands to the to the mer- further melodic side like Hope's Fall. Yeah, than them, you know, Shia Lude, stuff like that. Uh, they, you know, you took that. And then you mix that with what like disembodied and martyr AD were doing, like you know, mix those two together, and then you have all of metalcore for the last. And then you had, I think there was one more, right? It was the people doing melody and major chords, but more metal. And I would say, oh yeah, like the at the gates stuff. No, I was thinking, um, oh my god, unearth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was that. That's the third piece. So you got the that kind of melodic hardcore shit. That and chunky mosh parts that dude, like, across five like, aprils. Yeah, dude. Uh, d- yeah. Oh my god, I love that band. Uh, <laughs> I thought no, uh, but uh, you know, you got uh, you know, that kind of like melodic hardcore with heavy mosh parts, and you got that really discordant, gross shit hardcore, and then that uh, melodic death metal stuff that uh, uh, at the gates and stuff was doing. You put those all together, and yep. you got. I mean, it was like, oh, dude, that's that's when music really started branching out and birthing. And like a lot of these bands that are happening today, you can trace them back. to oh, yeah. One of the well, that's the thing founding is, and, bands. And that's the thing is metalcore. Metalcore stayed pretty much the same. Uh, like pulling on those three things mm-hmm. until 
a couple a few years ago when people realized, oh wait, it's way heavier if you tune way down. Right. And then yeah, then the fucking Oh, new seven, metals new metals strings. okay. You know, and like all of a sudden there's this new thing that people are pulling from. You know, that's actually new. why I appreciate new Acacia Strain so much. Because they have stayed relevant yeah. and heavy as fuck and not really doing anything trendy. They've just been consistently heavy as fuck yeah. for years. It's it's incredible the longevity of I will of say that this. If you, the other night I went on, I actually like – I had a – I was hanging out and it was late and I went on a binge of watching old metalcore music videos. I do that sometimes. I love that shit. And – um I put on Smoke You Later. Oh, my God. And it is wild listening to A Case Train now and then listening to that song and realizing they came from the same goddamn place we oh, all yeah. came from. First of all. It was way heavier and it was way lower. Because they were doing what I consider today to still be called poop notes. Yeah. They were doing poop notes, but they got that that fucking breakdown in Smoke You Later is like unreal yeah it's so heavy but that's also back when they had three guitar players yeah they had three guitar players they were tuned way lower than all the other metal core ba- metal core bands at the yep. time but it still has all the things it has like like yeah it's got like southern riffs and stupid clapping and you know melodic mosh and then like you know like uh, i mean it's great it's great yeah. i love it i still love that record I, st- I still fuck with that particular record for real uh it's just so funny dude it's just so funny like it's it's nice to look back and be like yeah we all came from the same damn place man uh in other news <laughs> no i'm just kidding um zayo record you excited or not yeah dude uh, okay so my my uh one of my best friends andy he uh has often called me the last Zayo fan ever, <laughs> even though that's that's untrue because there's a lot of Zayo fans. But I'm somebody who is always, I'm always excited about new Zayo, and I always give it a chance. A lot of it I don't like. I will say this: Zayo, the right now is is on their game, and they're putting out probably the best music they ever have. So I, I'm excited for this record too. Their um, last one was so great. And I, I think it's I'm I'm okay, so I don't say I'm not gonna say that I'm the biggest fan of the last sure. one. I will say that that's the one of the better records they've put out in a while, right? Um but I think what they do well, that whole sound is kind of it's coming back a little bit, right? I, I feel like that heavy that their particular heavy sound is coming back a little bit right now. Early two thousands heavy metal core is coming back and i think that this is where they're going to come back and be like hey remember why we are who and we you are. know what even though that band was immensely successful that's one of those bands that like they deserved to be like under oath or norma jean they deserved to be that big and they never were dude norma jean was just right place right time i feel like they are also doing it right but uh that's true um Again, another band that I think is is writing better music than ever. Yeah, I would I wouldn't say better than well. See, that's a hard thing, right? Because I latch on to certain things. If you listen to "Bless the Martyr, Kiss the Child," now exactly, it is. It still sounds good. You know why? Because of fuck. It's the drums. They recorded those drums on tape. It still sounds good and stuff like that. But it is. There's a lot of it is not good. A lot of it is great. I will say that when I listen to it now, for the most part, I fucking hate the recording. 
wow. at the, I just don't like the recording. Like I love the way the drums sound. I mean, they sound awesome. I can't stand the amount of distortion on the vocals or gain on the vocals. Well, that's because Josh Goggins not a good vocalist. <laughs> well, it's true. Okay, sure. <laughs> but I almost can't stand that now. Watch footage of Norma Jean at Furnace Fest 2002. Listen to his voice raw. <laughs> it's not good. I saw him on I my... I fucking love the guy. I saw him on my birthday, and I thought it was awesome. He's a, he's an amazing person. And he was a bad PA. A really creative guy. I do not think he's the best vocalist in the world, and I think he'll be the first to say it, but maybe I'm wrong. Sorry, Josh Scoggin. And then the last thing I want to touch on real quick, uh, music-related, is just because I had never heard of this dude, but when I caught the headline, I was just like, holy shit, that's the way I want to go out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was the singer <laughs> I know, it's a, it's the worst intro into this ever, but the singer-songwriter, <coughs> um, David Olney, he died on stage at a festival on the guitar on the stool, he was started to play, looked at the crowd, said, I'm sorry, and put his head down. And they had to rush out. They realized dude had died, and they set his ass down on the stage. That is fucking crazy to me. Is there a video of this? Oh, you know fucking cell phone video is somewhere. I haven't bothered to look it up because I'm not that morbid. You went right for it. It doesn't, that's the thing. Is I normally would be like, oh, I hope that video doesn't exist of that. But like, it actually sounds like kind of sweet. Like, this dude, this dude that's just, <laughs> I can't with you right now. No, man, this dude that's just going out, like he's just feeling good. He's playing some music. He's like, oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm dying. Yeah, I, that's, <laughs> first of all, I think the craziest part of the whole story is not that he died on stage in front of thousands of people. That he, that he said, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, which which it, it begs like a, a bigger question. It's like, damn, did he apologize because either did he fuck up right before it and say I'm sorry because of that? Or did he like Or does he have twenty he people buried in his backyard? No, not even that's a third that's a third thing. I mean the dude is he's oh, still oh, conscious. Oh, I see. Are you saying that this he he's apologizing for fucking up or apologizing because he knows he's about to die? That's what I'm saying. Like, was he cognizant of the fact that Bro, I'm going to put my head down and this is literally it. Like, I'm dying. I'm sorry. And then this like, is it. This is the big one. Yeah. Isn't that fucking crazy? <laughs> like, I started thinking about that and I was like, why would this dude apologize? And I'm like, what if he was apologizing for a lifetime of crimes that nobody knew about? <laughs> dude, you're fucking up this dude's legacy right now. The dude was active since the 70s. Like, he put out like, I looked at his Wikipedia. Just I was like, who? That's this folk dude. He put out a fuck ton of records. And he was so obviously uh, relevant enough to play festivals. I mean, we're not relevant enough to play festivals. Wild. Yeah. And I'm going to die still. All right. So let me just scoot that on over. Um, uh, I want to ask a question. Sure. Because I I just, my first, the first thing I want to ask about is the last thing you put on here. I love writing stuff on there. Because you I, put it in your own words. I put it in a, in a way that I make, I make you want to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I'm going to introduce it just as you put it on here. This fucking gun <laughs> rally, or this fuck, fucking gun rally guy. Go on, Colin. Kick All it right, off. so this guy, I'm going to, I saved the picture just because I want to show it to you because it's just so fucking. So there was this gun rally. I don't know if you heard about it. Yes, it of was in Richmond, Virginia, and uh, it was very, very successful. There were yeah, and, and there was and the, very peaceful. The left wing media went fucking bonkers about it, calling it a white nationalist rally, 
and that there was going to be an uprising. There was going to be racial violence. There was going to be blah, blah, blah. And uh, guess what? No, it was just a bunch of fucking guys out there in military cosplay, you know, <laughs> trying to fucking say, hey, we have our guns and prime from our cold dead hands or whatever the fuck. Check yeah. out our dicks. Cool, dude. I don't give a shit. Like, whatever, man. Have Like, I am as a liberal... Yeah, I'm cool we, with people having guns. We talked, talked about, about it. This. I'm cool with people having guns, even assault, even assault weapons. Uh, but what I was getting at is where I start to cross to draw the line is fucking <laughs> this fucking oh Jared from Subway looking motherfucker. Uh, okay. Oh my god. So he's in his military outfit, but he's he's a first he's, of all his his helmet looks too small. <laughs> One thing I have for, to say to all these guys is just enlist, man. Just enlist. If you really want to be part of this, do it, man. Anyway. Uh, uh, that guy can't pass the physical fitness test. Let me just put that out that's there. That's one reason I said this fucking guy. Yeah. But then the other thing, because he was, he, he, was the subject, he was the subject of a few headlines because really? he's walking around with a five-foot-long sniper rifle. And... This is where I start to draw the line on this stuff because it's like, okay, cool, man. You like guns. You like to build them. You like to shoot them and stuff like that. That fucking thing is meant to destroy something <laughs> 300 yards away, 500 yards away. This isn't some like I'm a pro I'm pro second amendment because I need to be able to storm the government or I need to protect my home from an intruder. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Intruder. Let me get out my five foot sniper rifle that's made to shoot something way farther away and get that set up really quick and get and like, I'm being extreme right now, but you are. this is fucking, this fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, just because it's like walking around with a bazooka. Hey man, <laughs> give me a CCL for a bazooka. That's I love guns. I love shooting guns, but like, do you really need to be walking around with something that's meant to like take out a terrorist who's three miles away? I don't know. Here's the thing. I still have no problem with that. I have a little bit of problem with him. Deciding- I don't actually have a problem with it. I have a problem with you just being a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I was going to say. I have a problem with him bringing that specific <laughs> gun to a fucking gun rally. Like, get your AR. No, you no. Know. From a constitutional perspective, dude, have that. Have the fuck at it. But why? I think he was. Just why like, do you need it? He was just like uh, lightweight flexing for the other gun people. He's like, yo, check check out what lightweight I got. Lightweight flexing. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's heavyweight flexing. <laughs> That's like uh, driving a Ford F-350 with truck nuts. Oh, my God, truck nuts. Those and rolling coal out one of those smokestacks. Oh, watch me fucking crush this Prius, <laughs> this goddamn hippie. Um, Yeah, I don't fuck with that dude uh, just because of his whole steeds. But to be you're honest. You're going to get me going on toxic masculinity, dog. I know. You're I'm fucking two, you're two seconds away from it. No, We've I'm already got into truck nuts. Next I'm thing you're going to be talking about. Ban cedar chips. We can't smoke ribs or something weird. I don't know. I'm not a hippie. Dude, I don't fucking know. I figured men like meat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't mean that from a. So that's what that meant. Oh was God. I was reading an article and I was, uh, that was literally before I walked in here. I was sitting in the car because I got here early. You guys were, I assumed you were still practicing and I was reading an article and I just saw this picture. I saved it and I just immediately went right to the board and was like, this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> so we had talked about this on a previous episode you said that you got a ring doorbell yes or that you yeah you you had this shit set up and i know by now you've set up the the app the neighbors app and shit like that well what, is it a separate is it a separate app 
Or is it just the Ring app? Because I get no, 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 I get neighbors the, notifications from it, the Ring app. It, that's what it is. Okay, okay, it's okay. all integrated. I don't know, dude. It's just it, okay. For one, maybe is it just me not going in and setting settings? But can you like set a radius? Yes, you can like set a I don't radius. want to hear stuff that's happening over on Weber and Indianola. Uh, you can set a radius, but you also have to consider that it's. I doubt that it's going like address to address. It's probably looking at zip code to zip code. I, and yeah, and if, sure. you re- if you really look at it, Weber to Indianola, like, I mean, that's a few miles. Yeah, but somebody who's rifling through cars at on Weber Road is not rifling through cars in my neighborhood. That leads me to my first point, and there are, there's too much bullshit on that app. Yes. Way too much. Have you, have you seen some of the, have you noticed there's fake shit on there? No. Okay. So I was a, I was a big advocate for the Ring app or Ring doorbell when it first came out. I had one for a couple years. I used to use the app all the time. I started seeing just incredibly far-fetched, weird-ass stories. Really? Crazy fucking stories. Oh, my God. Like, and, like, people would call them out, and they're like, dude, what the fuck? Like, it, they <laughs> other people started noticing that these crazy, crazy far-fetched stories started showing up on there. And you know how it doesn't show who they are. There's no name. It's like neighbor two five one or some bullshit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We started seeing stories like, dude, I can't, I can't even remember. Like, I bet I still have the app. I should go in and look, but what, what's your gripes with it? It's just, I don't know, dude. I, I, I'm really, I'm just really like, this is like a part of my life that I don't want to be like, and I, I'm a very online guy. Okay. I have 18,000 tweets. You know, I used to have a blog. Ooh. I've had multiple. I, I'm not using. Yeah, that. Dude, I, I'm I'm joking with you. Uh, I'm just I'm just saying I'm a very online guy, but that is just not a part of my life. I want to be on social media. I, I hate my neighborhood Facebook page enough. I hate it. I hate that I'm a. I I, I it's useful sometimes, but I hate it 95 percent of the time. And I feel like this is just an amplification of that. It just drives me crazy. It's just like. Yeah, cool. A guy came to your door asking about your cable. I don't I don't give a fuck if you think that he's sketchy. I am quickly, quickly, quickly trying to find some of this crazy shit. My other gripe. Yeah, you got some? No, I mean, like here's one. This, this isn't far-fetched. Like this this type of shit actually has this happened to me one time, so I'm not going to harp on this one. It says, car removed from garage. Last night, our black BMW was taken from our garage and returned later before daylight. Daylight. What? Yeah. No. Okay. So, here's like, okay, here's a crazy one. Like, here, here's one that I feel is weird. It says, invasions. June. <laughs> 2019, Invasions. we purchased a defensive technology from Best Buy. An intruder entered our home and damaged the equipment. Update, not resolved. Home is still being invaded weekly. Items are stolen and damaged inside home. Cars, black 2019 BMW sedan and brown ML350 SUV are being removed from the garage and damaged in return. Who can help us secure our garage doors, change door locks, and stop technology hacking? So far, we've decided to park SUV across garage door outside and prevent removal of autos. I'm sorry, what the fuck? That is a bot. That's what I'm saying. There is a lot of this shit happening. I feel like some weird fucking AI thing is writing stories yeah, and people are testing sure. shit. For sure. 
And the first comment says, huh? When was the invasion? Here we go again. Is this legit? Is this a fucking joke? What's going on? This guy is spamming every week. That's what what I'm saying. When I say this is not a part of my life that I want on social media. That's the thing. If if there's shit going down in my neighborhood, I want to be friends with – I'm friends with my neighbors. Dude across the street can text me. And say, hey, my my car got rifled through last night. Dude behind me can say, hey, I saw a weird sketchy dude who came up to the door. They can tell me because I know them and I trust them. I don't give a fuck what some Joe Schmo a mile and a half away thinks about some some guy coming up on his porch. I don't give a fuck. It has nothing to do with me. It's not my neighborhood. It's not my neighbor. <laughs> I mean. You got me going, dude. You got me going. I just love. Now I want to like. Here's the thing. I don't even have a fucking ring doorbell anymore. I just still have the app. I'm a technology hoarder, apparently. I'm going to delete that shit tonight. My other gripe, and this is not with, this is not with the concept, is just the fact that I had a Nest camera before, mm-hmm. and then we got the Ring camera, and I put that up, and uh, you can tell where the good designers went. They went to Google. Oh yeah, because like the Nest camera feels. The camera itself feels high quality. It, it feels like a nice product. I'm sorry. The I Ring, can't say enough good things about Nest. The Ring camera does not. The Nest app has really good UX. The Ring app absolutely does not. Yeah. I'm a I'm a big fan of my doorbell. I have the so, Nest doorbell now. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. It makes more sense for you to have Nest because you have a whole Google house. So That's true. Um, But the first piece that I had was the ring doorbell. And so that's why I was like, oh, maybe I should get some ring. But I also had Arlo cameras. Like, I still have Arlo cameras. Um, I just inside switched the baby cam from Arlo to Wise. I don't know if you're hip to these cameras, but for indoor cameras, you can't fucking beat these things at $20 a pop. 1080p, hmm. facial rack, all kinds of shit. $20. Oh, you have indoor. I don't have indoor cameras. Uh, I have an indoor because I still have a kid that's two years old. So we have one in her room, and I had the Arlo baby cam, which is like two hundred and I don't know two hundred fifty bucks. Um, and now I just have a Wise cam, twenty dollars, and it's much better. You know that shit didn't really exist when I had. What did you have? Just like the weird little point A to point B camera type thing. No, where it came with a screen. You didn't have a screen. No. What the fuck did you do? Just listen. We had mo- baby monitors like everybody else has had since baby monitors existed. Okay. So uh, it's not a diss on it. It's not a diss. I, I know. I, I know I you know. feel a diss coming. No, no, no. It's not a diss. I, I know it's not a diss. Uh, I just, me personally, I would always want a camera. But, you know, the, the camera thing existed. Uh, this is mostly, I, I guess, this is mostly when Rowan was born because Miles and B, you know, they're just hand-me-downs. <laughs> you know, we just have the equipment already. So I, we don't even think about new stuff. But when Rowan was born 11 years ago or 11 and a half years ago, you know, he... The, the camera baby monitors were like really fucking expensive still. Like, and there were few and far between. I think like it was like Sony, you know, like there was like the bigger brands had cameras and that was it. And, uh, but I never had, you know, growing up and being the oldest of four, you know, we always just had baby monitors. So we just had baby monitors and, and that's what we all, all we ever did. Yeah. And, uh, and then, um, and then Miles and B came along and we just still had the baby monitor because we didn't need to get a new one. But uh, it's weird, though. It's just weird thinking like I, I see people I go to people's house and they see their kid and it's like really strange to me. I don't I don't disagree with it. It makes sense to me. Like, 
Oh, because there was times where I would listen on the monitor and be like, oh, man, I don't hear him. So then I would get up and go. I understand the convenience of it. And uh, but it's just so foreign to me. It's so foreign to me. Well, Colin, I'm pulling up my kid right now to see if she's in bed. I mean, it's, (laughs) it's 1026. I feel like she should be in bed. So for those of you out there. You already heard we didn't get a chance to pod on Sunday. We also did not pod on Monday. It is 1026 on a Tuesday. 1026 on a Tuesday, and guess who's going to go home, edit this shit, and have it up so it's there for Wednesday? You. That would be me. Hey, look, it's my kid. Wow. That's a $20 camera. Really? 20 And And just so you know, they have a camera that's like $35 that through the app you can control the pan and tilt. Like while in the camera. Okay, so let me ask you this question. When Look do you, at that. When do you, as a dad of a child who is, she's what, almost two? No, bro, she's two and a half. Shit. Almost three? Yep. <laughs> she's two and a half. Like, you don't have to guess anymore, uh, Colin. I've told you. Uh, but. When do I take the camera out? When do you stop? Uh, when does when does her privacy become hers? When when we can uh, put her in a regular bed with that's not a crib. That's when you say we're done. Yep. That makes sense. I, I mean, I don't know if that I makes just, sense. Like, like, like about, I just can't imagine having a camera in my boy's room. <laughs> I don't want to know. Oh, bro. It's not. Ha- that's not happening. Uh, so. Um, a kid's going to. Yeah. I mean, when she when she gets a regular bed, it's good. Let's put this conversation down. Yeah, you're, you're talking you're talking smacking wieners around and stuff. <laughs> um, um, so I'm going to use this next. I'm going to use this next piece. Uh, it's a question. Where are we at right now? Time wise, just about an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're killing it. Um, I'm going to use this next one. I'm going to make it my trivial thing that bothers me. But I also want it to be a discussion because I'm curious. God damn it. I had a trivial thing the other day and I was, I said, write it down and I didn't write it down. You actually don't have to write it down. You just have to go into the specific Shit. story on the board called trivial things that bothers us and just add it to the checklist. Oh, there's a story. There's a, there's a, it, I keep it in the front row because I expect that we do it just about every time. Look, look, Colin, I'm going to get my little thing out real quick and show it to you. I'm about Look, to be real fucking embarrassed. It's the top one. I And all you do is tap it. I didn't realize. And right there, add item to the checklist. I didn't realize that those had content within them. Sometimes. Uh, you'll know if they do because on That's the outside. Uh, no. Well, the, the color thing is almost like a label. So if, you, if you're if you into Jira. I haven't even taken the time to, do, to explore. You see how it says like three out of three? That shows it's a checklist. And if it has content, it looks like that with little lines. That lets you know that when you open it, there's content. Sometimes you wonder, you really wonder why I lead a UX design <laughs> team because I, mean, I don't even take the goddamn time to explore this shit because I don't give a shit. Not even that, but like <laughs> as a UX designer, there are tons of times where you want to be minimalist and just give visual cues that things are there. All the cues are there. You are, are just not taking them. As soon as you said it. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh, I bet you could tap on those cards. I bet they go in. I had no idea. I never tried. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> so sorry, Trello. Who owns Who owns Trello? Atlassian? Atlassian? Yeah. Uh, Them motherfuckers were like, whoa, competitor. Fuck Atlassian. 
Just fuck. Damn, damn, bro. Fuck Jira. I fuck. I fuck with the newest update of Jira. Fuck Jira. I haven't seen. You told me that the new update's good. Yeah. Nobody they, wants to hear about this. They though. they fixed they fixed all the UI issues that I didn't like. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about. No this one wants to hear about this about project management software. <laughs> all right. This is my trivial thing. Fucking alimony. Alimony. I I was when you wrote that on the list. I was like, where is he going with this? I I even did a little bit of research so I could be prepared to talk. Did about you? It. Yeah, I didn't do much. Uh, so this became a thought point for me because I have a friend going through a divorce. Now, the friend mentioned that he has to pay alimony. I want to say for two years, and I went, "Wow." That's fucking crazy because I, for a fact, know that while they've been married, at least for the past couple years, his wife has decided to go back to school and he has been the sole provider for two years, right? Meaning the house, mm-hmm. multiple kids, mm-hmm. all of her expenses, his expenses, cars, everything he's been paying for. And she is the one that initiated a split and decided to get her own apartment and all this shit decided to go back to work the whole nine and still do school and somehow he has to pay her alimony monthly and it just feels like we're going backwards if we're talking about equal everything And there's been a lot of talk about equal because the 38th state just ratified that whole equal rights amendment. Yeah, we can talk about that in a sec. Well, well, we can just talk about that next episode. I feel like that's a pretty – we can get into that for a little bit, right? But I just feel like – I researched that too. Did you? Mm -hmm. Very nice. You probably know more about it than I do. I I know the basics. It's actually not a huge discussion. We could still talk about it. Let me just say that in the the spirit of equal everything, it really feels like you're pimping backwards – to start saying, oh, well, because you're, you know, the higher earner or whatever it is, and because I've chosen to live my life a different way, you now have to pay me. I don't care if that is man to woman, woman to man. It doesn't matter. It just so happens that this particular example that I have to talk about that triggered the whole thing was man is working. Woman could be working. They equally took care of the kids, but she decided to go back to school when he decided so- to support her dreams and suffered for it. First, I want to say that I love the way that you put it on the board. You were like, is alimony bullshit? Absolutely. I, I read it like that. Is it bullshit? Yeah. Like you wanted to talk about it. Uh, my opinion on it is first, Bill Burr has a really fucking funny bit about this. Really? Because he goes off on mostly gold diggers, but he goes off on like, sports stars and stuff like that who like have to pay out the ass when they're you know trophy wife they get divorced and you know that's that's i mean those people better get a prenup anyway but just talking about that whole how the whole system sucks um but my opinion on it is well let me hold on a minute because i researched it and before we go any further let me just say for the people that alimony is not child support it's, complete, it is not, it's completely it is separate. Spousal support. Spousal support. Uh, but so I I 
am on I'm I'm tracking with you everything you've said so far. I mm. get why you think it might be bullshit. Fuck yeah. And I agree with it for the most part. But then I found out that there are four t- in general, according to Wikipedia, there are four types of alimony. Sure. Because this is where my mind goes. Uh, is one. Yeah, there's like the one that's like it can't extend past the length of your marriage. Temporary alimony. Sure. Okay. Which is that is uh, called alimony pendente light, which is Latin meaning pending the suit. You're paying her expenses or his expenses. The higher earner is paying the lower earner's expenses until papers are signed. Cool. That's fine. Uh, rehabilitative alimony. Support given to a lesser earning spouse for a period of time necessary to acquire work outside the home and become self-sufficient. Cool with that. I'm cool with that. If Sierra and I divorced right now, I make three to four times more than she does. I am the primary breadwinner in our house. I'm the one who pays the bills. So I I feel weird talking about it because I don't want to divorce my wife. I love her more than anything in the world. Uh, So I feel weird even talking about it. But that's what I would do. I would absolutely give her support. Uh, unless, in, unless you fucked around on me. <laughs> like, fuck that bitch. Uh, but, uh, I would absolutely support her until she could, like, lock down sure. support for herself. Uh, three, uh, this is where these two are the ones I start having a problem with. Number three, permanent alimony. Support paid to the lesser earning spouse until the death of the payer, the death of the recipient, or the remarriage of the recipient. So I'm going to pay your bills until you get remarried. Fuck that. Fuck that. Right. Fuck you. Good night. Uh, number four, reimbursement alimony. Support given as a reimbursement for expenses incurred by spouse during the marriage, such as educational expenses. Nope. Sorry. That, okay. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> so, so where does that put you if if the lesser earner says, hey – you know what? I think we could just live on your salary, and I'd really like to better myself. So can you support me for the next few years while I go to school and get a better no. job? Nope. That's what happened. So that- he was he was supporting her while she went to school, and mid-school she decides – and keep in mind, if he's supporting her, that means he's also paying for her school. I strongly disagree with that. I think that is fucking bullshit. And it is, and and I I can't stress enough that this has nothing to do with sex. No, it now now it, that's there's a whole other element to that, which is we know that typically men make yeah make more, and that uh, is that's an unfortunate women make seventy five cents on a dollar. I get that, correct? I get that, and I there that's a huge problem, and I will fight for that. I agree, but it is completely different from optionally saying. <laughs> Bro, you're about to support the fuck out of me real quick while I go do this thing nope, that I want to do. Fuck that. That's what I'm saying. And now, in that regard, alimony is bullshit. I guess what I'm saying is there are certain situations. Those first where- two are. I'm all on board. Yes, we are technically still married. I will still keep paying shit. But is it only? Well, hold on. Okay, is it only? Is it sketch. only relevant if it's a situation where? You make several times more or more. What if you guys are making damn near dollar for dollar? Yeah, no, fuck that. That's what I'm saying. And no, that, there if, should if be. You're, if you're talking equal, they fucking, should be getting an actuary involved. There should be some equations. There should. <laughs> I'm gonna need some motherfucking math problems. I to am set gonna this need some amortization tables. 
Yeah. I, I, <laughs> look, I'm just going to say it. Alimony is bullshit. If you, if you put apples to apples, everything to everything is even, alimony is bullshit. I don't think that if I make fucking seven dollars less than you, like I'm the earner. No, so I, 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 I agree. I just think, I, I, I think the whole thing is bullshit. There's probably ways to go about it. Well, see, I, that's the thing. I don't think the whole thing is bullshit, but I think that it should be a case by case and it should be well thought through. There should be lots of math involved. And we didn't really, uh, okay. Let me, let me pivot to you real quick. Do you have a trivial thing? Now I do. Drop it. So it was actually the first thing I put on that list. You just read it out loud. Hold up. This is another one. Hold the fuck up. <laughs> Vince Vaughn? Yeah. Vince Vaughn canceled. But it was Vince Vaughn canceled. Yeah. Well, yeah, I did scream the whole thing, but uh, uh, canceled was fucking. Do you hear about that? I did not, actually. All right. And you know what? I, I actually went a step further and intentionally didn't look this shit up because I was like, Colin's going to tell me about it. You know, I feel like we talk about cancel culture a lot. Oh, my God. And I don't want to just go hard on it. And, 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 and I get it. And. Well, I get it, but I disagree with a lot of times. I, I think but, there's uh, premature cancels that should. Anyway, pauses. This month, this fucking last week at the NCAA football championship game, the big one uh, that we should have been playing. Um, but uh, <laughs> go you, LSU. Yeah, you just sports balled us. Go LSU. Uh, anyway. Um, uh, <laughs> I lost my trailer. Oh, anyway, so the president's there, and Vince Vaughn was also there, and maybe they were in the same box, or maybe Vince Vaughn just came to the president's box. I don't know, but there was like video from across the stadium zoomed in, so you can't hear anything that's being said. You see them like, you know, laughing and shaking their head, and then they shake hands. That's it, and all of a sudden. Fucking liberal Twitter is just losing their goddamn minds. Oh my God. Vince Vaughn shaking the. Would you believe that Vince Vaughn, a conservative, by the way, Vince Vaughn is a libertarian, a conservative libertarian. Would you believe that he would shake the, the hand of a Republican president? Yeah, and and you know it's just it, that is a this is my trivial thing is like guys like it's a football game the president is at a football game and a, a, a so let's take the presidency out of the equation a reality television celebrity is at a football game a movie celebrity is at a football game and they're yucking it up like celebrities and sh- and they shake hands yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think people forget that before he was ever even considering a career in politics, uh, he's been in several movies, reality shows. He's been a public figure for a long I fucking don't, time. I don't, and there's politics that go into that. I don't, I don't hide the fact that I hate the guy. I no. want him to be out of office and, uh, I can't wait to try to vote him out in November. And I like how you said try. I feel you on that. Oh no, he'll still be president. Yeah, that's and, uh, and, and, and fuck the guy. Like, 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 fuck Donald Trump. I hope he chokes on a fucking JBC. <laughs> <laughs> Good callback. Nice. That was a hell of a callback. Uh, but, uh, oh, dude, am I going to get, like, called by the Secret Service for saying that out loud? No, it wasn't a threat. It was a wish. <laughs> like, 
there's a there's a vast. Oh difference. man. Uh, anyway, um, but dude, like, can we not? Can we let a football game be a football game? Can we let a front? You don't even know what he said. You don't even know what he said. He could. He's a conservative, so he could have said. I've thought about this. I was thinking, what could have Vince Vaughn said? He could have said, "Hey, I really disagree with most of what you stand for, but I'm I I I, I hope I hope that you succeed." You know he, what I mean? He also could have said, "Look, man, we're different people and we have different beliefs, but we both think pussies are handles." Oh my god! I mean, that sounds like something Vince Vaughn might oh, say. Oh man, <laughs> I feel. I, but that's the thing. I feel like he's probably a really good guy in real life. Anyway, uh. That sounds like something a movie character, a uh, Vince Vaughn movie character would That's say. That's what I'm sure. saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. But, uh. I mean, I don't fucking know him on a personal level. Like, uh, we're, we're not texting. Like, he and I don't but, text on a regular. No, dude, it's just like. He hits me in my DMs. I get it, man. You hate Donald Trump. I get it. You hate the fact that somebody would use the, who, you hate the fact that somebody wouldn't use their celebrity to, to speak truth from your mountaintop. I get it. But like, for one, he's a conservative. Right. It's like, well, it's like, I think, I don't know. I think, it, 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 just, it just drives me crazy. Like, why do we care about that shit? They're in a goddamn football game. Let them hang out. Well, here's the thing. I think that, and we've talked about this on several occasions, people that hate Trump look to vilify everything he does, right? And people that like Trump are just blindly dismissive of everything he does and look to vilify Obama as if everyone that doesn't like Trump must like Obama. So it's just a pissing match and they want to compare. Oh, y'all are mad that Trump did this. Well, here's where Obama did the same thing. Oh, you guys are mad Obama did this. Well, here's where Trump's doing the same thing. That, that's like, that is the thing. It's like these have become the two fucking martyrs of our generation. Trump for everything Republican. And how can we relate that to Obama and vice versa? It, it's stupid as fuck now if i were if i could take 10 minutes to think about it i could probably give you a handful of things trump has done well oh sure that's the fucking crazy thing is people think that people that dislike him now just inherently hate everything he does and it's like no he's actually done a few good things i most recently saw where like you remember how he got like uh criticizing the media for like not sending aid to puerto rico or whatever did you recently see that they found all that aid? Oh, yeah, that was like today. Yeah, yeah, I I thought I saw it today. It's like but. there's a bunch of aid sitting in warehouses while the while while the uh, governor of Puerto Rico is like. That's what I'm saying, and like he got crucified yeah. for that, and he was a bad person, and it like here's a whole warehouse where there was shit tons of aid sent that just wasn't distributed. I'm not saying that he doesn't do shit things, and I don't agree with. Quite literally 90% of what the fuck he does. But at the same time, I'm not going to act like nothing has ever – he's never done anything good. Well, that's the thing. And I've I've said this before and people have gotten mad at me for saying this. But like I, it is unimaginable to me to be an American – I can't believe we're going here right now. But uh, We're going to uh, close with this shit too. It's unimaginable to me to be an American – Unless you're, unless you're, uh, an anarchist or an anarcho socialist or whatever you want to call yourself and don't want anything to do with the system, I get that. I respect it. I'm, uh, uh, I was there at one point. I get it. Uh, but as somebody who is an American involved in American politics, it is unimaginable to me to hope 
that the president of my country would fail. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I just don't get it. I hope our president fails at some of his policies. I hope he fails at giving tax cuts to rich people who are only going to stash that money away in the Cayman Islands. I hope that he fails on building his stupid bullshit wall. I hope that he fails on trying to keep Muslims from coming into the country. You know, like I hope he fails on a lot of his policies, but to, to, to hope that the president of the, of your country, if you're involved in the politics, the hope that the president of your country would fail at his job, would weaken natural, uh, 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 would weaken national security, would uh, hurt the economy, would hurt the social construct, which he is. Uh, but to hope for that is just, I just don't understand. It doesn't compete with me. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, if you feel that way, I- I'm not going to diss you on it because I'm sure you have a really good philosophy uh, or at least something worth hearing out. Uh, I just don't, it doesn't compete with my brain. I don't understand why I would want the president of my country that I was born in that I love, even though there's a shit ton of things I absolutely hate about it, uh, would want my, the, the guy who's supposed to be leading us to fail. I don't know. I, 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 I want him to be checked. I want his policies to fail. Uh, I want him removed. But that was well said. I'm not even going to add on. I kind of went on a little preachy thing there. Sorry no, no, about no. that. It, it was it was well said, and for that reason, I can't even add to it. And I get, I, you know, I get hate from like like people call me a centrist who can't get on a side. Sorry if well, you hate that. But, I'm sorry. But then again, it's I'm like, not a centrist. I'm a lefty liberal. If you ask me and my opinion on most issues, I'm pretty leftist. But I just don't understand this cultural fucking. Civil War, this like this. I just don't get it. it that, just that's why I say it a hundred times get over. It. I say a hundred times over that generally with fiscal responsibility, I identify with one side. Sure. And with social issues, I identify with the other side. That is why I'm becoming I'm more I'm conservative at. as I get older, yeah, especially but, financially. Oh yeah, because. They say they say if you're don't make sense. They say when you're in your 20s, if you're not a liberal, you're crazy, and when you're in 30s above, if you're not a conservative, you're crazy. I don't totally agree with that, but on certain things, yes, I'm much more conservative now than I used to be on practical stuff. Yeah, but social stuff, no, like get like get out of their bedroom. We can talk about that. We could talk about the Equal Rights Amendment next week because That's what I'm I saying. have some yeah. opinions on that. I, I do as well. And for those of you that don't know, just to touch on it, um, 38th state, Virginia, uh, they finally got their majority vote and... Only 37 years too late. That's true. It was 82, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but regardless, fucking cool that it happened. Uh, might actually see them coming out of it. If you don't know what it is, Google it. Uh, what a weird way to end the podcast. It really is. If you don't know what it is, Google it. I just think it's it's cool for the country. Oh, man. Let's just let Colin talk for 10 minutes about the president of the United States and then end. Cool. I mean, what the fuck? What do you want to do, Colin? Do you want to fucking do a little jingle? Listen to Worst Self. If you don't like and it, you can, meet, you can meet him in the DMs. Yeah, man. Show up to my DMs. Oh, let me just quickly say, I sent it to you. So you, I know you know what I'm talking about. My neighbor was up in my DMs. 
My neighbor. Oh yeah, dude. My neighbor might get these hands. That was hilarious because, like, like you you said something to me, and then you just like, and you didn't respond to the question I had, and then you were just like, "My neighbor about to catch these hands." <laughs> dude, I'm gonna tell this story real quick. Do it, do it, do it. All right. So we have a big problem in our community. We put our trash out on Friday, and when there's you know shitty weather and inclement weather, like our trash cans sometimes blow around. I saw this as an issue and made a stencil and wrote and and spray painted my address on both sides of my trash can and both of my recycling bins. Excuse me. Typically the recycling bins blow away where I live. There is a dead end and it's very common for this one particular roads shit to blow down to our dead end, get stuck in the trees, the tree line and people collect it after a couple days. If nobody collects it, generally you post a picture and you say, Hey, at this dead end, there's a trash can or a whatever. Uh, come get your shit. There is a full – a fucking trash can. Like this is not a recycling bin. This is the first time a trash can has showed up in the dead end. It has been there now for almost two weeks. A fucking trash can. So I posted in the – you talked about it earlier. Everybody has a fucking group, Facebook, community, whatever. I posted in the in the community and said, hey – on one hand, I commend you for not needing a trash can in two weeks. On, <laughs> commend you. I do. I mean, anybody that can literally go two weeks without putting a fucking bag of trash from their house in the trash can, that is a, that's a feat in itself. Awesome. Either you're recycling like a motherfucker or you don't waste. I can't, is, I can't go four hours. Bro, we make it like two days. And I, I mean, it's filled up with Chipotle bags. Anyway. So I commend you on that, on that respect. On the other, it's like, motherfucker, come get your trash can. I am, I'm like livid at this point because the dead end is right by my house and I have to look outside and see this goddamn trash can and recycling bins every day. Posted a picture and I said, on one hand, I commend you. On the other hand, I'm angry. Come get your shit. Uh, I don't know why that turned off, but our screen turned off. Um, Does shit just die? It's plugged in. It can't die. Oh. Anyway, so. Somebody hits me back on some bullshit and it's like, uh, I don't know why you would post that. That's not very neighborly. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck about that? Like, wasn't neighborly. All That's I, like the definition of neighborly. I posted, I could have literally just called Delaware and said, here's this trash can. Come fucking get it. And then when your ass needs a trash can, you can call Delaware and schedule to have them come bring you one. That's all I wanted. Somebody to come get this motherfucking trash can. And this dickhead gets up in my DMs and is like talking all this bullshit. And then this is, mind you, this is the same person that quite literally verbatim posted somebody's license plate and called them out for what he considered to be driving erratically through the neighborhood. So he calls people out on the regular. This motherfucker also posted a picture ridiculing people about not picking up their dog poop and it was goose shit. <laughs> we have geese all over the neighborhood and this fucking green turd was on his driveway and he called out uh shitty dog owners i'm like bro you were you know you were the last person that i thought would be lecturing me on asking someone to re- fucking collect their trash can so he says and i obviously you know in my in my petty ways i screen capped his shitty posts and sent them to him and said at least i didn't call him out by this yada yada he goes i don't have time to be petty with you and i said then don't. I did not ask for your involvement. I asked for the owner to come get the trash can. I said, by the way, you're welcome to come get it and store it at your house. 
That motherfucker came the next morning and got the trash can and is storing it at his house and has made it a point to post and say, um, thought I, you know, some shit like thought I'd do the neighborly thing. I'm like, I know that's a sneak diss to me. I don't know exactly where this, you know, I do know where he lives because he posted his address and said, come get the trash can. I should go shit on his driveway. <laughs> that's, can you imagine? <laughs> my bad. I didn't mean to kill you. I almost just put this double IPA through my nose. I should Ugh. shit on his driveway. Oh, my God. And then he could post and say, have your dogs clean up after yourself. But guess what? <laughs> I'm going to eat Chipotle and shit on his driveway. So I'll let y'all know next week if I shit on the driveway. <laughs> I mean, when, when in Billy Madison, he's like, he called this shit poop. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can't wait to poop on this guy's house. Anyway. Uh, that's episode 40. 40 wow, is in the had, fucking We books. ended that one weird. We killed it. Thanks for the beer.